You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Ngayon pong araw na to, tayo po ay mag-aaral muli ng salita ng Panginoon. I'm again so excited to share to you about our new series. Hindi na new, ipang-apat na ito. Okay? Para sa mga bago, maaaring bago sa inyo ito, but this is already our fourth week. Okay? At pinag-aaralan po natin ay yung pitong himala na ginawa ng Panginoon in the book of John, in John highlighting who Jesus Christ is. He is not just a powerful person, but He is God Himself, full of God's glory. Okay, sa loob po ng apat na linggo, pinag-aaralan po natin yung mga naging himala ng Panginoon. Una is wedding at Cana. Pangalawa yung healing or healing of an official son. And last, yung healing at the pool on the Sabbath, yung invalid person na pinagaling ng Panginoon ang nakatayo. And today, we are going to talk about feeding the 5,000 people. Okay. Now, kumain na ba kayo? Sino kumain na? Hindi pa kayo kumakain? Kasi magugutom kayo dito sa present ko eh. Ito sabi mga tinapay na pang mayaman. Okay? Meron namang pang middle class. Okay? Iba't ibang klase eh, ng tinapay eh. Okay? At higit sa lahat, yung pinakapaborito ng mga Pinoy na tinapay. Walang katulad. Alam nyo, nung maliit ako, maliit pa kami, magkakapatid, ang gusto namin kumain ng pandesal sa gabi. Kasi yung mga bakery, no, nagluluto sa gabi pa lang. Eh, gusto-gusto namin yung mga bandang alas 12 ng gabi. Okay? Yung kinaumaga kasi, iniinit na lang yung tinapay eh. Pero yung gabi, naluto na yon Tapos nakubukuha kami ng, alam nyo, yung malag, uh, gatas na dari gold. <laughs> yung malapot. Yun ang paborito namin. Yun ang ilagawa namin palaman. Okay? At sa ibang bansa, pag nasa ibang bansa, kahanapin mo yung pandisal. Kasi wala nun eh. Iba't iba klaseng bread ang naroon, pero mamimiss mo yung pandisal. But basically, tayo mga mga Pilipino, mahilig din tayo sa tinapay. But ang primary food natin everyday, hindi naman talaga bread, kundi rice. Tama? But in the history of Israel, pag sinabing tinapay o sinabing bread, okay, ay meron malalim na kasaysayan ito sa kanila, especially when they were in the wilderness during the time of Moses. Okay? Nung nagugutom na yung mga Israelites, of course, wala namang French baker doon sa gitna ng disyerto. Okay? Wala namang pugon. Walang pandimanila. Wala nun eh. Okay? So, kanino sila titingin? Wala silang option, kundi tumingin kay Lord. And Moses prayed at nagbigay ang Panginoon ng mana from heaven. So, umulan ng tinapay. So, imagine niyo yung itsura kung naroon tayo sa kasaysayan na yun. So, ito isang himala na hindi malilimutan sa kasaysayan ng mga Israelites. And somehow, during Christ's earthly ministry, Jesus used bread in order to connect with the worldview of the Israelites or of the Jews so that He could impart something to them. Yung palang, mana from heaven during Moses' time was just a shadow of the things to come because Christ would reveal Himself as the bread of life in His earthly, during His earthly ministry and during our time. Now, paano ginawa ni Christ doon at ano yung mga bagay na matututunan natin doon? yun po ang magiging subject ng ating pag-uusap sa oras na ito. At mamaya po sa bandang huli, 
Ang application, bahagi ng application ay yung mag-Holy Communion tayo para magkaroon tayo ng full understanding bakit natin ginagawa yung Holy Communion. John chapter 6, verses 1 to 14, although ang pag-aaral natin ay mas malawak pa kaysa sa mga verses na yan, but this is the main uh, verses that we are going to read. Sabay-sabay po tayong lahat. 1, 2, 3. After this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was at hand. Lifting up his eyes then, and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? In verse 6, he said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they for so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish, as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten their fill, he told his disciples, Gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. Let us bow down our head and let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness, for bringing us here into this place to give us a wonderful message, Lord God, that we can live by. Salamat po, Panginoon, and enable us to see Jesus Christ as the real bread of life. We thank you, we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Maka po tayong lahat. Yes, araw na ito, through the passages that we have read, pag-aaralan natin that Jesus is the bread of life. Siya yung pinakapagkain ng buhay. At sa pamagitan po ng pag-meditate natin ng mga talatang ating binasa kanina, makikita natin Christ concerned about our physical life. He is also concerned about our spiritual life. And God is also concerned about our eternal life. Now, Simulan po natin. Tignan natin sandali yung background. Alam natin si Jesus, nung the last time tayo nag-aaral, last week, okay, pinag-aaralan natin kung paano pinagaling ni Jesus yung isang paralitikong tao, isang invalid person, hindi makatayo. Suddenly, nakatayo siya. Binago ni Jesus ng kanyang, yung kanyang mindset, yung kanyang religious mindset, at tinuruan ni Jesus kung paano tumanggap ng kagalingan o pinagaling ni Jesus ang taong ito, hindi sa pamamagitan ng kanyang iniisip na paraan ng pagpapagaling. Binago rin ni Jesus o nagturo rin siya patungkol sa uh, sa mga salita ng Panginoon na nagpapalaya sa lumang kaisipan patungkol sa sabat. At ginamit ni Jesus yung opportunity na yon para magturo pa ng maraming bagay sa mga tao. Now, maraming pinagaling si Jesus, marami siyang bagay na ginawa sa kabutihan ng mga tao, Dumating na po tayo dito sa eksenang ito 
Nang sabi ron, after this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. Jesus was on a mission. And His mission was to preach the gospel. His mission was to preach the kingdom of God, to, pre- or to heal those who were sick. Now, sabi ron, He went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a large crowd was following Him because they saw the signs. Sabihin nyo, signs. That, they were, that He was doing on the sick. So kahit yung kung saan man magpunta si Jesus, sunod-sunod pa rin yung mga tao. Because nakakita sila ng mga signs and wonders and miracle na ginagawa ni Jesus and somehow deep into their hearts, gusto nilang tumanggap ng kagalingan ng Himala mula sa Panginoon. Amen. That's the motivation of the people. They would like to be ministered. They would like to experience healing. They would like things for themselves. That's why they were actually following Jesus Christ. May nakita silang bagay na ginagawa ni Jesus na hindi na nakita sa iba. Now, let's continue. Jesus went up on the mountain. There he was. He sat down with his disciples. So, kututusin, medyo resting time na ho ito. Pero still, ang mga tao ay pumunta pa rin sa kanya dahil gustong magpa-minister. And it was during the time of Passover. Alam niyo yung Passover, isa po sa mga piyesta ito ng mga Hudyo na inaalala nila yung panahon ni Moses na yung Angel of Death ay nag-pass over them. So it's still a picture, yung po yung shadow of the things to come okay, sa piyesta ng mga Hudyo. Sa pamamagitan ng eksenang ito, dito natin makikita kung sino si Jesus. Ginamit niya Sama ang pagpapakain niya sa mga tao as an opportunity to impart a message, hindi lang sa kanila, actually maging sa panahon natin ngayon. He showed that He is concerned with our physical life. What I mean is that there's what you call the spiritual realm, there's what you call the physical realm. We are in the physical realm. God is concerned with us and with the things that we need physically. Now, sabi roon sa verse 5, Lifting up his eyes then and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? Hindi lang huyan tanong. May intensyon si Jesus. Bakit niya tinatanong si Philip, saan ba makakabili ng tinapay dito nang sa ganun yung makakain ng tao? Anong intensyon ni Jesus? Ha? Magpakain ng tao. Now, if we are to look at the similar account, ibig sabihin na isulat din sa book of Matthew, yung feeding of the 5,000, sa ganitong pamaraan nakita ng book of Matthew, yung verse 14. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them, and healed their sick. Sabihin nyo, compassion. Okay, let me continue. Now, when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place. And the day is now over. Send the crowns away to go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. This is the way the book of Matthew saw the situation. There is no contradiction. The intention was there that Jesus Christ cares for our physical need. Sabi He had compassion on them. 
If you are here today and you are sick, let me tell you this, it is God's will for you to be healed. Amen. Whatever sickness you have, may that may just be an ordinary fever, flu, or a cancer, or sickness of the heart, God wants you healed because He cares for you. God is concerned with your health. God is concerned with your physical needs. God is concerned with your success. God is concerned with your promotion. God is concerned with your clothing. God is concerned with your entire household, with the things that you have and you need physically. God is concerned. Kaya ang sabi rito, a healed their sick. It is always God's will for you to be healed. Although we have to exercise our faith in receiving healing, but we cannot change the fact that God's heart is after the healing of His people. God can use science, can use doctors, can use medicine, can use a supernatural healing, but at the end of the day, it is God's will for you to be healed. Amen. Pag isang tao, buntis at manganganak, saan yung dinadala? Huwag niyong dadalhin sa akin at ililayhans ko. Hindi manganganak yun. Dalhin niyo sa magpapaanak. That's why medical science is also important. Now, look at the heart of the disciples because they were still immature. Wala pang, you know, sa tamang composure yung kanilang kaisipan as follower of Jesus, although they were missional because they were with Jesus. Now, ang sabi ron, Lord, this is a desolate place. Eh, medyo palubog na siguro yung araw. Sabi na, send the crowds away to go into the villages and buy food for themselves. Now, listen to this. They were following Jesus probably early, early morning. At alanganing oras na, hindi pa sila kumakain. Kayo ba kumain na? Kasi tingin ko parang hindi pa kayo kumakain. Kasi parang matamlay kayo. Ganun ho ang itsura ng mga taong hindi pa kumakain, namumutla. Yung mga disciples had a different lens than Jesus. Ano ang options ng mga disciples? Lord, this is para praise, based on what they said. Lord, wala tayong ipapakain dyan. We have nothing to give them. Send the crowds away. In a way, saying, responsibility namit natin yan, Lord. Wala tayong ipapakain dyan. Problemang malaki yan sa atin. And because they are a big problem for us, send them away. But Jesus had a different perspective. He saw people with compassion. Anong sabi ron? But Jesus said, they need not go away. Isolated yung place. Wala namang Robinson Mall doon. Walang Festival Mall, walang SM Mall. Walang kahit na anong mabibila ng pagkain as they go home, maaaring magkulap sila sa sobrang gutom nila. Are you there? Jesus was seeing that possibility and because He was so concerned, ayaw ni Jesus na paalisin sila ng hindi kumakain. David said, I was young, now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor their children begging for bread. Give them something to eat. So si Jesus, ang puso niya, He would like people to be fed. Are you there? You may be hungry today, 
in so many areas of your life. You may be hungry physically. You may be hungry for love. You may be hungry for success. You know what? God is after also your concerns. I would like just to establish this. He may be spiritual, but He's also concerned with your physical. Mahal kayo ng Panginoon na ayaw niya na kayo ay may sakit, ayaw ng Diyos na kayo nagugutom, na yung anak niyo yung walang pantuition, hindi kayo makabayad ng kuryente, hindi kayo makabayad ng tubig. Concern ang Diyos sa inyong buhay. That's the heart of God. Unfortunately, parang hindi pa align yung hearts ng mga disciple niya. Para sa kanila, ako burden ito, malaking problema ito. sa namin pakakainin ito? Lord, paalisin na natin sila. Hindi man lang linaisip na yung mga tao pwede mag-collapse along the way because they were in an isolated place. Now, Dahil sa ang Diyos ay concern sa ating mga pangangailangang physical, siya ay subasagot ng palalangin. Ang problema minsan lang ay ito. Minsan, mari yung ating priority. For you to understand my point, allow me to read Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 to 33. Therefore, do not be anxious saying, What shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and you, your heavenly Father, knows that you need them all. Anong sabi ron? Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. Ano yung all? Lahat ng physical needs mo, pati kakainin mo, pati damit mo, pati iinumin mo. Alam ng Diyos na kailangan mo yun. Do you agree? Pero ito eh, sa verse 31, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness in all these things shall be added unto you. Christ was teaching about priority. We are running after our own welfare, our own, I'm, I'm talking about our own physical needs, neglecting our spiritual need. At ang sabi ni Jesus, ano yung first? Is our relationship with Him. But seek first the kingdom of God. As an ordinary person who lived on this earth, who, who are living on this earth, it's our tendency, our default to always seek for our physical needs first before seeking God. But now that we have come to know who God is, our priority should change. Our priority is our personal relationship with God. But I am not saying that you don't prioritize your physical need. As I said, as I established the truth earlier, God wants your need met. Adyan po kayo. Gusto lang Diyos na kinatatag po niya ang inyong mga pangangailangan. So, ang mali lang sa atin, katulad ng mga napakaraming tao sa mundo, yung gabi ginagawang araw, yung araw ginagawang gabi, minsan nawawala na ng time sa pamilya, para lang kumita ng pera. Minsan, wala na rin panahon sa church. Wala na rin panahon na manalangin. Wala na rin panahon magbasa ng Bible. It's all but work and work and work. And sometimes, work becomes our God. Or the byproduct of our work becomes our God and that's money. Nagkamali tayo ng priority. Kung alam lang ninyo at kilala ninyo kung sino si Jesus 
magtitiwala ka sa kanya at lagi mong uunahin ng Panginoon sa lahat ng pagkakataon. Sometimes, we worry more and we don't pray. We look for time to worry. We spend so much time worrying, but we are not spending time praying. Mas malaki yung oras na ginugugol natin sa pag-aalala kaysa sa oras natin ng pananalangin sa Diyos. We are seeking the blessing, but we are not seeking the blesser. We are seeking the provision, but we are not seeking the provider. Seek first the kingdom of God. Sabi nyo, seek first the kingdom of God. Mahal ko kayo, kaya ako sinasabi sa inyo, seek first the kingdom of God. Ang pagahari ng Diyos sa inyong buhay ang inyong unahin. Dahil yung paghahapag ang Diyos ay naghahari sa inyo, pati lahat yung mga pangangailangan ninyo ay idaragdag sa inyo ng Panginoon. Amen. Come on. Ang ibig sabihin, we must be concerned about our spiritual life because Christ is also concerned. Now, in John chapter 6, verse 6, ang sabi ron, He said this to test him, referring to Philip. Kasi sabi niya, bigyan mo ng pagkain. Bigyan niyo ng pagkain. Pero sinusubok lang din pala siya ng Panginoon. Anong ibig sabihin? Kung sipkod kayo sa kalagayan ni Philip, okay, kahit na marami ka pang pera, eh, wala sa ilang kayong lugar, tapos sabi, pakainin mo itong libang libong mga tao na ito. By the way, hindi lang huliman libo yun, ha? Kasi yun mga kalalaki, lalaki lang. Kasi pag nag-headcount nun, lalaki kadalasan ang binibilang. Parang walang bilang yung mga babae, ano? Pero actually, may mga bata pa nga eh. Pero ang sinabi lang, mga kalalakihan, sabihin, mahigit liman libo yun. He said this to test him. Kasi kung ikaw na inautosan, liman libo, pakakainin ko, saan nakukuha ng pagkain? Eh, hindi niya naisip, kasama niya si Jesus. Jesus is the source. At minsan nalilimutan natin yung katotohanan na pagkailangan niyo ng tuition fee, wala akong pera. Eh, sino ba yung kasama ninyo sa buhay? Hindi kilala? Si Jesus. Why you have to worry if you have the author of life with you? Misan, kaya misan, minamagnify natin yung problema eh. Imbis ay magnify natin si Lord, yung problema, iniisip mo nang iniisip, kaya lumalaki ng lumalaki. Alam mo yung magnifying glass, di ba? Yung maliit pag tinignan mo, lumalaki. Kaya misan, tinitignan natin yung problema, maliit lang, pero habang minamagnify mo, lumalaki ng lumalaki yung problema, sometimes you think your problem is bigger than your God but it should be the other way around. Amen. Because he said this to test him. When you talk about spiritual life, God is concerned with your faith life. Misa ang tagal na natin sa Panginoon, two years, three years, four years, five years, ten years, and yet you cannot still believe God for His provision. Konting kibot iyak, konting kibot reklamo. Imbis naman ang palataya tayo sa Diyos na kayang mag-supply ng ating pangangailangan mas inuuna natin yung ibang bagay kaysa unahin muna natin ang pagtawag sa Diyos. Do you believe that God can really provide for you? Misan isang libo lang, hindi ka pa mananampalataya na kayang ibigay sa iyo ng Panginoon. Eh, paano ka mananampalataya sa isang milyon kung sa isang libo hindi mo kayang isang palataya na nakaya kang bigyan ng Diyos? Andyan po ba kayo? Kaya alam nyo, misan yun yung dahilan kung bakit yung mga trainings natin mayroong pong bayad. Kasi yung para, bago pa yung binabayaran ay para lang sa materials, para dun sa needs, pati sa mimeriendahin during training. Kasi yung hindi mag-register yun, sabi hindi kayang manampalataya na kayang supply ng Lord yung 100 peso sa kanya para makapag-register. May Victory Weekend, may bayad yung Victory Weekend. 
Eh kasi yung victory ka naman sa material mo tsaka kakainin mo eh. If you cannot believe that God will provide you with 200, 300, 500 pesos, don't think that you can believe God for 1 million. He said this to test him. Say, say test. Sa eskwelahan, may mga test, di ba? Ito sa teacher para mag-gage na gano'n nakarami yung nalalaman mo. At ikaw rin, matest mo kung natututo ka ba doon sa teacher mo. Now, may mga teacher din naman kasi na pag nagpa-exam, sobrang hirap ng exam. Okay? Natutuwa yung mga estudyante. Para patunayan niyang sa mga estudyante, siya yung magaling. Kung ang mga estudyante laging lang lang bumabagsak sa teacher na yon, ibig sabihin wala silang natututunan doon sa teacher. Kung sabihin mo ng 10% yung bumabagsak, at 90% pumapasa, maramang yung 10% na yon hindi nag-aral. Nandiyan po kayo. So, ang gauge din ng teacher kung siya effective o hindi, kung mga estudyante ba niya pumapasa, ibig sabihin natututo, maraming natututunan sa kanya. Okay. Now, God is testing us to see whether we are growing in faith. God brings us into testing of life not to make things difficult for us, not to destroy us, not to hurt us, but He brings us to various testings of life, to build us up, especially to build our faith. Because faith is a necessary component even for our success, even for our provision. We walk not by sight, but by faith. God wants us to learn faith. When you talk about spiritual life, it is the continuous growth of your faith and of course, continuous growth of your character. Si pwedeng magwala si Philip dito, Lord naman, inuutusan mo ko ng something that's really impossible. Kung si Philip siguro walang karakter, magwawala siya sa kanyang leader, Lord naman eh. Pambira ka, dinaladala mo kami dito, tapos pakakainin ko yung liman libong taon, hindi mo sabihin sa akin kung saan ako kukuha ng kakainin. Philip may respond in a negative way. God's will for you is to grow in your spirituality, meaning to grow in your faith and to grow in your character because your character is also a matters to God. Amen. God is concerned with your spirituality. You may have a lot of gifts, but it's not the gifts that really matter. It's the character. It's the fruit of the Spirit, not the gift of the Spirit. Gift of the Spirit has some value, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit in your life is really what matters most because that's the character of Christ in you. Si Philip, parang, siya, Papakahin ang posible. Paano ko mapapakain? But Jesus knew exactly what He was doing. He was not just feeding the people. He was using situation also to build faith in the lives of His disciples. Dahil yung mga disciples niya, yun ang kanyang tutorin ng mga binibilda dahil makakasama niya yun. At eventually, they would become apostles of Jesus. Tingnan natin yung sagot ni Philip. Okay? Philip answered him, 200 dinari worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. Sabi niya, would not be enough. Ilang beses nang narinig sa inyo yan ng Panginoon? Oh, anak ha, mag-aral ka. Lord, my money is not enough eh. Wala akong pambayad ng tuition fee. Yung mga, wala akong pambayad ng tuition fee. Para sa mga anak ko, hindi ko na lang sila paaaralin. Sometimes, you malign what you have rather than thank God for what you have. Ang lagi nyo nakikita is a point of limitation. Kaya alam nyo, mga kabataan, listen to me. Usong-uso na ngayon kasi yung hindi na nangangarap yung mga kabataan. Tinitignan na lang nila kasi yung limitation nila ngayon. Let me use this as a testimony. 
Hindi ako sinasabing mayaman akong tao. Eh, sigura, si King ho, mayaman niya yan. Mayaman ho si Pastor King. Eh, talaga ho, ay, tetes, mayaman ho talaga yan. Kaya pag may pangangailangan kayo, <coughs> lapit kayo sa kanya. Pag pray niya kayo. Nung maliit pa ho ako, pag nanay ko natulog, pagkitaas niya mag-glance, matutulog yun eh. Tatawagin niya kami, matutulog kami sa tabi niya. Ang gagawin ko, pag nakahinarin ko, humihilik na yung nanay ko, tatakas ako. Pupunta ako sa iba't ibang kapitbahay namin, maghahanap ako ng pako, jaryo, bote, bakal, tanso. Anything, ibebenta ko yon bago pa magising yung nanay ko. Pag naibenta ko yon may baon ako the following day. Hindi ako inutusan ng nanay ko na gawin yun. Even up to this moment, hindi, niya, hindi ko pa nasasabi na yun ang ginagawa ko. Kasi ayaw niya yon Pero napipilitan akong gawin yun. Dahil wala namang baon, wala akong baon nun eh. Kaya napipilitan akong gawin yun. Ngayon, alam ko kung oras gumigising yung nanay ko. Bago pa siya gumising, babalik na ako sa bahay namin, magtutulog-tulogan akong ganun. Pagkainat ang nanay ko, iinat na rin ako. Aha. Pero sa totoo lang, hindi ako natulog. Ginagawa ko yun on my own. Actually, yung isang panganay ko, mas matindi ko yun. Gumagala ko yun sa mas maraming lugar. Nagbebenta lang kung ano-ano. Kasi dahil sa kahirapan. But during that time, nasa ganun kami yung situation, pagka may natatanggap ako, may G's, 25, malaki na yung 25 centavos, may Nutriban ka na nun. At saka mayroong ano, alam nyo yung Nutriban, at saka yung gatas. Inihuhulog ko sa alkansya ko yun eh. Para makaipon ako. Nung makakilala ako sa Panginoon, nakita ko na lahat pala ng pagsisipkap ko hindi sapat. But nagkaroon ng malaking kaibahan dahil nung makilala ko ang Diyos, nagawa kong manampalataya that I can do all things through Christ Jesus. Amen. Na kahit sa ganung kalagayan pala namin, mayroon pa rin palang pag-asa kung mananampalataya ka sa Diyos. Hanggang sa kaming lahat na magkakapatid ay nakatapos ng pag-aaral, nagkaroon ng mga trabaho, tinawag, yung dalawa kami tinawag na magpastor, na kapatid, isang naman nasa Amerika, isang businessman, tsaka yung kapatid ko narito sa Pilipinas. Ang ibig ko pong sabihin ay ganito, huwag tayong humintong mangarap dahil ang Diyos natin ay buhay. Amen. With what you have learned to thank God, it's not how much and it's how little you have. It's how big your God is and how you look at Him with faith. If we are talking about spiritual life, grow in the area of our faith. Hindi ako magiging matagumpay na negosyante kasi itong puhunan ko, isang libo lang eh. Alam niyo ba, yung may-ari ng pinakamalaking mall at saka pinakamaraming mall dito sa Pilipinas kung saan nagsimula? Ha? Sabi ni Darisal, nagsashine ng sapatos. And yet now, he is the richest man in the Philippines and one of the richest men in the world. Pero nagsimula sa pag siya shine lang ng sapatos, shoes lang ang nililinis niya. Doon nakaupo, nagaantay ng mga customer, and yet siyang may aring napakaraming malls dito sa Pilipinas. You cannot underestimate what God can do. Kung ang puhuna mo isang libo, maging good steward kay sa isang libo, kayang palaguin ng Diyos yan. Is God concerned with your success? Yes. You may not be studying at Ateneo, Lasal. You may be studying in an ordinary college. So be it. Out of that, God can raise you up. It has something to do with your desire to succeed and with your faith in God on believing that God can give you success. Amen. Come on, can we give Him all the glory? <coughs> so siguro, medyo na, na, nahihirapan si Philip. Okay? Nasabi nung verse 8, 
One of his disciples, Andrew, ito naman si Andrew. Okay. There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. Meron dito, limang pirasong tinapay at saka dalawang isda. But what are they for so many? Eh, pero limang tinapay lang ito, dalawa lang ito, eh limang libo itong pakakainin. Again, and also, he focused his, his eyes on the limitations of resources. Ito lang eh, paano? Now, pinakita ni Jesus, dinemonstrate niya kung paano. Sabi ni Jesus sa verse 10, Jesus said, have the people sit down. Sabi niyo, sit down. Ibig sabihin ng sit down is a relax mode. When you believe God for something, you have to relax and don't struggle. Now, there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. Then, Jesus then took the loaves, and when He had given thanks, anong ginawa niya? Nagpasalamat sa Ama in other similar account. Pinakita doon ko pa paano nag-pray si Jesus sa Ama. Yung kakaunti, pinasalamatan, hindi niya sinabing, Ama, bakit liba lang? Liba lang itong tinapay, dalawa lang yung isda, ano ba naman ito? Hay, naku! Hindi sinabi ni Jesus yun, nagpasalamat siya. With your salary today, gaano mang kaliit ang tingin ninyo, nagpapasalamat ba kay Lord? O sabi niyo, pambira naman, may bawas ng tak-tak, tak-tak-tak-tak. May tax, may SSS, may pag-ibig. Tapos meron ka pang loan. <laughs> Automatic deduction. Ito na lang, Lord. Kunti naman. Kasi tinitignan mo lang yung laki o liit ng salary mo. Hindi mo tinitignan yung kalakihan ng Diyos na magpuprovide sa'yo ng higit pa sa sweldo mo. God is teaching you how to believe for something big even beyond your salary. Kaya minsan yung mga salary natin, number one hadlang, kaya hindi tayo manampalataya sa mga malalaking bagay. Akala natin yung provision natin, nandudulang sa salary natin. Verse 12, Then when they had eaten their fill, He told His disciples, Gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. Ano ibig sabihin? Nung sinum- nag-act si Jesus in fact, dinistribute yung mga, te- yung mga, yung mga tinapay at isda. Di ko malam kung anong forma, kung nakalagay ba sa basket yon o sa supot yon. Pero napakain lahat at nabusog sila. Are you there? Pag mag-bless si Lord, masasatisfy ka. Amen. At ang sabi ron, gather up the leftover fragments, ay marami pang natira. Meron pang subi. May take out. Now, that's not, that nothing may be lost. You see, lahat yung mga tinakunin nyo, good steward si Lord eh. Okay? Yung mga provision na nagagaling sa Diyos, dapat iniingatan natin, hindi natin sinasayang. Now, Verse 13, So they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. Pastor, napaka-imposible naman talaga yan. Baka naman yung tinapay, isang tinapay, dahil lima yun eh. Yung isa baka naman kasing laki ng bundok. At baka naman yung dalawang pirasong isda, kasing laki ng balyena, kaya nagkasya. Aba, kung sa tingin ninyo na ganun nga yun, ay eh mas lalong matinding himala yun. Biro nyo, yung limang pirasong gabundok na tinapay nadala ng isang bata. Ha? At dalawang balyena, nagawang buhati ng bata. Mas matinding himala yun. But that's not the case. Talagang ordinaryong five loaves of bread lang yun na kayang bitbitin ng bata. At dalawang isa, yun ang malaking bangus na ganyan eh. Yung lalo yung saranggani bangus eh. Pag dalaway, may hirapan ka ng buhati kung bata yung bubuhat eh. Okay, now. 
when the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. Now, listen to me very carefully. God taught his disciples to think big, to believe on big things, to believe on what Jesus Christ can do, even the impossible things. Pero yung mga tao, natuwa sila, nakakain sila eh. Pero sabi nila, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. Wala namang masama doon sa confession nila. Kaya lang, tinignan lang nila si Jesus as a prophet. Hanggang propeta lang ang tingin nila kay Jesus compared, parang inerintulad lang kay Moses, kay Elijah, at the ordinary prophets in the Old Testament. Jesus is more than a prophet. God would like to teach us faith to the level na hindi lang propeta ang tingin mo kay Jesus. Hindi lang siya manggagamot, kundi gumagawa ng Himala. Gustong makita ng Diyos, lumalago ka sa iyong pananampalataya na kaya mong manampalataya na hindi lamang limang libo ang kayang ibigay ng Diyos sa iyo, kundi limang milyon. Napaluno kayo. Ano? God would like to elevate your level of faith because He is concerned about your faith life, your spiritual life. He is concerned about the molding of your character He's concerned with that. And far greater, God is also concerned with your eternal life. And when I say eternal life, it encompasses the physical and the spiritual life. It is a holistic kind of life. Now, ang sabi ng verse 27, Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on Him, God the Father has set His seal. Now, God is concerned with our eternity. When you talk about eternal life, ang Greek word ho niya is zoe. Okay? Zoe means life. God is concerned about the quality of life that you have and you can only find that quality of life in Jesus Christ. A life that has been forgiven, accepted, loved, and valued by the Lord. And that is the way you should look at yourself. You were forgiven. You were accepted, you're valued, you're called children of God. And God wants you to have that life and have it to the full. God wants you to enjoy your family, to enjoy your career, to enjoy your work, to enjoy whatever you have right now. He gives you the Zoe life. But more than all of these things, God wants you to have your eternal life. God wants you to be in eternity. When I say eternal life, I'm not just referring to the ultimate realization of that eternal life in heaven. Eternal life starts here on earth. Eternal life starts here on earth when you receive Christ, you have your eternal life, and you start living with the mindset of eternity so that your actions will impact even eternity. The things that you will do, you will not waste any moment you will think you have a kingdom mindset. You do things here on earth with the purpose of seeing eternity. Kaya hindi mo sasayangin yung pag-stay mo dito sa lupa dahil ganun lang tayo katagal na mabubuhay dito sa lupa. 100 years, 200 years compared to eternity. Eternal Zoe means the ultimate life. It is having your life here on earth and have it to the full the maximization of the life that you have here on earth, do you impact other people 
nabubuhay ka ba? Nagsishare ka ng Word of God. May mini-mentor ka ba? Inalagahan mo ba yung anak mo? Because you're concerned with the next generation. Would you like to see a righteous generation in your bloodline? What you do must impact eternity. When you receive Christ, you already have your assurance of eternal life. What you will do next, I'm not talking about here working for your own salvation. We are already saved through the work, finished work of Christ. But what you will do next is that you will do it, that things that would endure to eternity. Kahit wala ka dito sa lupa, makikita ng Diyos, makikita ng ibang tao yung impact ng buhay mo dito sa lupa. When they said this, what must we do to be doing the works of God? Alam niyo mga tao, meron silang mindset na kinakailangan yung kaligtasan ko, paghirapan ko eh. Kahit naman sa panahon natin ngayon eh. Ilang bang krus ang dapat kong buhatin? Ilang bang dagat ang dapat kong tawirin? Higit pa riyan ang aking gagawin. Kahit ilang tinig ay kaya kong tapakan. Maligtas lang ako. Bisa akala natin it's all by our work. Pero sabi ni Jesus ito, Jesus answered them, This is the work of God that you believe in Him. Yung pala yung work na sinasabi niya, our work is to put our faith on the finished work of Jesus Christ. Mananampalataya ka lang sa Kanya dahil si Jesus nang tumapos, hindi mo kailangan tapusin. This is the work of God that you believe in Him whom He has sent. Now, if you are going to read the entire passage of John chapter 6, Jesus used the feeding of bread, the feeding of the 5,000 using bread and fish as an opportunity to connect with their worldview. Because Christ would like to establish something into their mind. Alam nila yung bread sa kanilang kasaysayan, it's bread from heaven, yung mana. That's why yung binanggit ni Jesus yon. alam na alam ng mga hudyo yung kanilang kasaysayan. Yung pala, yung mana in heaven is just a shadow of the things to come. Bagamat yung tinapay galing sa langit, it illustrates the coming Messiah because during the time of Christ, He revealed Himself as the bread of life. Na si Jesus ay galing sa langit, nagkatawang tao at bumaba dito, and He said, He is the bread of life. Pag sinabing bread, para saan ba yung bread? Ha? Para saan ang bread? Pinagmamasdan lang yan, mabubusog ka na eh. Kayo ba gusto nyo, pinagmamasdan nyo lang yung tinapay? Yung crispy cream, tinitignan nyo na lang ganyan. Busog na ako. Ha? O kinakain ninyo? Jesus is the bread of life. Take Him in you. At hindi ka na magugutom. Allow Jesus to come inside of you. Take Him in. And the finished work of Christ, and you will never be hungry, you will never be lacking in anything. Sabi rito ng John chapter 6, verse 32, Jesus then said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. Alam nila yung mana, alam nila yung bread of presence in the temple. At during the time of Christ, yung breaking of bread, which is actually the Holy Communion, 
ay gumagamit ang elemento ng tinapay because that is God's way of presenting Jesus as the bread of life. Sabi ng verse 33, For the bread of God is He who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to Him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Jesus is the bread, the real bread of life. Jesus is the only bread that brings eternal life to men. Again, when I say eternal life, it includes your physical life, your welfare of your physical life, the welfare of your soul, and the welfare of your eternity. Jesus is the only bread that can give you, that can satisfy you. Sa kasaysayan ng Israel, ang tinapay is God's provision for them. Ang tinapay, once they eat it, they will be filled. It talks about satisfaction. Pag hindi ka gutom, masaya ka, and it speaks about joy. Jesus is the bread of life. He is the provision of God for your salvation. Jesus is the one that will satisfy your soul. Jesus is the one that will give you peace enjoy in life. Jesus is the ultimate bread of life. The Bible says in John 6.40, For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in Him shall have eternal life and will raise Him up on the last day. What are we supposed to do with the bread? We have to eat it and experience the taste and see that the Lord is good. You take Jesus into your heart. When you say, when Jesus said, eat my flesh and drink my blood, it only means believe on the truth that He gave His life for you. He was bruised for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities, and that He shed, believe on the truth that He shed His blood for the forgiveness of our sins. Therefore, once you believe, you will have eternal life. Let's bow down ahead. Father in heaven, we thank you for your goodness. You are the giver of life. Some of you may be hungry. It may not be in a physical way, but in some other way, Jesus can satisfy your hunger and your thirst. But you have to allow Him to be inside of you. Take Jesus in. Believe in Him. He will be with you. Ano man ang problema sa pamilya mo, misa naguguluhan ka na. You're confusing. You don't know where to go, what to do. Why don't you try Jesus? He is the bread of life. If your life is miserable, go to Jesus. Kung marami kang bagay na wala ka, pero kailangan mo yun, why don't you seek first the kingdom of God? Try Jesus. God is concerned with you. And God is speaking to you now. Would you allow Jesus to be the bread of life in your life? Will you take Him inside of you? Kapatid, kung ikaw yun, ayokong mahiya ka, gusto kitang ipanalangin, but I would like to see your hands raised. 
Tas mo lang ang iyong kamay kung nais mong tanggapin si Jesus sa iyong buhay. Huwag mong tingnan ang nasa kaliwang mo at nasa kanan mo. This is decision time. Make your own decision. If you believe that God is calling you and if you want Jesus inside of you, tas nyo lang ang inyong kamay and I'll pray for you. Just lift up your hands now. Just thank you. Thank you for those hands. Thank you. Lahat ng nais tanggapin si Jesus bilang tinapay ng kanyang kaluluwa. I'll count one, two, three. Lift up your hands. One, two, and three. Thank you. Thank you. Pwede po bang lahat ng nagtaas ng kamay, pwede po kayong tumayo. I'll just pray for you. Pwede po kayong mahiya. There's nothing to be ashamed of. This is the greatest decision that you will make in your life. Let's give them a hand. Can you just lift your hands like this as a sign of surrender? Yes, we are surrendering to Jesus. Kahit tas lang po, sumabay kayo sa panalangin ito. Sabi niyo, Panginoong Jesus, salamat sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. Patawarin mo ako sa aking mga kasalanan. Ilinisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Sinusuko ko sa iyo ang buhay kong ito. Tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Ako'y nananampalataya na matay ka sa krus at nabuhay na muli. Dumanak ang iyong dugo para sa aking kapatawaran at kaligtasan. Salamat sa buhay na walang hanggan. Simula ngayon, tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Pumasok ka sa aking puso. Samahan mo ako, Panginoon. Ang lahat sa akin ay inaalay ko na sa iyo. Salamat sa pag-ibig mo. Ang buhay na ito ay para lang sa iyo. Hindi po ba nating palakpakan sila? Napakabuti ng Diyos.